Batman universe. Welcome back to the Batman universe, your source for all things Batman, movies, TV, merchandise, video games, and more. Uh, as always, we are your hosts, Andy DiGenova. Brian Crosby. And Jamie McGow. And thank you for joining us for episode number 103. What's up, guys? <laughs> it's been like a whole week since we've talked. I know. It's, it's seriously, we... we I wish really... something would have happened in this week. There's nothing going on. I mean, We finished all. recording last week. We all went back to our desks, and I swear 30 seconds later, Suicide Squad news hit. Right. We had just right. finished recording yeah. not a minute before. No, as I was pulling together the show notes for this for this week's show, I was like, what, did we already talk about Suicide Squad? Yeah. It feels like I know. another it's been lifetime. A week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, do we need to pull it back in and, and add that, tack that on? But you but know what? The, the rate at which news has been coming to us in the form of, I mean... I mean, just as Batman fans, right? It's every day. It's something. Yeah. It's some other TV show that is yeah. that is in the works, or you know, some new picture from the Batman v Superman set, or Gotham debuting, or whatever. Every day, it seems like there is something happening. Yeah. It would be really, really hard to keep track of it all if we didn't do it for you on this show. Oh my boom, god! You're so welcome. Fun. Batman show plug, fans. A show plug on so, the show. <laughs> the, yeah, it can be overwhelming, and we are here to hold your hand and walk you through the streets of Gotham take you for all this, of the best in the Batman news for the week. Sweet joy ride down the down the. Bat and I'm tunnel. done. And <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Game over. No, I mean it's funny because it's like we talk about how there are certain jokes that re, we reiterate and certain topics that we reiterate, but honestly, like. There's very little of it. I well, mean, and for, we for mostly the, do it just because it's fun. For the dozen people who listen, they love it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, Charlie, Thomas, Carl, Paul, this is all for you. You're welcome. Those were all and dudes. Thank you. Are, you. are you suggesting there are no female listeners to this show? No, that I'm self, just realistic right? with our audience. <laughs> I like to think Stella listens. Stella, we love you too. Stella. <laughs> Even though we never met to, you. I didn't mean to leave you out, Stella. But your cosplay at San Diego Comic Con? No, Stella's a real, a real podcast host from the Batgirl. Bat oh, Girl she, is she really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't listen to that one. Yeah, I'm sorry, Stella. I'm gonna have to check out your show. <laughs> you what mean you jerk. do listen to it what a jerk now? And you yeah. can listen to all the other Batman Universe podcasts. <laughs> we usually do plugs at the end, but we're doing right. plugs we're for doing all the other now. shows, yeah. our own show. She actually does a really good show. It's all about Barbara Gordon, Batgirl, and kind of the Batgirl universe. Perfect. Yeah. And as far as I know, it's really the only podcast out there that's focused on Batgirl. Boom. So, good on you, Stella. Good, good yeah. plug. Yeah. Stella, this one's for you. So. Stella! I bet she's never heard that. <laughs> Not these days. She probably hasn't. Nobody it's knows true. who that is. But there's some old guys? man. Yeah. Who will yell at Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, let's talk about news. I guess. Let's get into movies. Why not? I, th- I tried to segue into this, but that didn't go so well. So uh, let's try it again. We don't like to stay on task. Andy. This is true. We're going like to jump it. all over the place. Yeah. So, Suicide Squad. I, mean, you, yeah, you, you, I tried. I'll try that again. Uh, Suicide Squad <laughs> is the, it's the next movie in active development over at Warner Brothers as part of the DC Universe on film. Uh, again, it was announced as soon as we finished recording last week. Uh, and according to The Hollywood Reporter, David Ayer, Ayer? Ayer? Uh, who just directed Fury with Close Brad enough. Pitt, uh, is rumored to direct. So, I, I don't know 
anything from what else he's done, but the look of that movie is great. Looks cool. It's yeah. really cool. Yeah. And and um, you and know. the fact that they've already signed a director is very exciting, which means they're serious. So do you guys think that this could be an R film? No. I doubt it. No. Okay. I, I don't think... Uh, for the most I, part, I am I skeptical I, as well. I, I but you know, studios just be- are in the business of making rated R superhero films. Yeah. I don't I, think I, that's so my, either. That's my gut instinct. But just because of this content, just because it is a celebration of kind of villains doing, right? You know, it's kind of like a mercenary deal. Yeah. It's almost like an Expendables like a, well, kind of thing, like an A team. I mean, kind of yeah, like an A team, but A-team, with villains, the losers. Yeah, but you you but could villains. do a rated R version. You could, right? yeah, yeah. I but mean, my look at is Assault on Arkham, right, right, right. Which for all which is a PG thirteen. It could so, be a rated R. So with film. yeah, with what they got away with in PG thirteen for Assault on Arkham, I'm not too worried about it being too watered down. So I guess yeah, I should ask: Is do you guys? I I, I don't even know the ratings for most of the. What do they hit usually? PG thirteen for all most the, comic book movies. Oh, yeah, almost everything's yeah. PG-13. Almost everything's yeah. PG-13. Yeah. I'm trying to think of big ones that were R, 300, Punisher. Watchmen. The Punisher movies were both rated R. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, Warzone totally. it definitely was. Yeah, they both were. They were? Yeah. Okay. So so there have been a handful, yeah. but uh, Blade was R. Blade uh, was R. Lots of blood in Blade. Lots of blood. Blood showers. As it should be. Yeah. There's been a, a renewed energy around Suicide Squad in the comic books. We've seen a version of the Suicide Squad in Arrow now. True. And we got the Suicide Squad, you know, uh, animated film. Well, it was Batman Assault on Arkham. But let's, let's be, be honest. Real. Yeah. It was a yeah. Suicide Squad movie that they didn't want to call Suicide Squad. And it's a great way to kind of lead, for the most part, not entirely, but lead with a Harley Quinn, you know. Well, that's, a, that's yeah. the question, right? Will it lead with Harley Quinn? They've got to. I, I mean, they've got to. That's not even a question. But as far as, as, as Batman fans, that's the character, at least for me. That's the character I care most about. Of course, of course. And we we are so long overdue for a cinematic Harley. You know, people have been screaming for it since the Schumacher films. Right. uh, And we still haven't gotten it. And that goes back to Batman Triumphant. Thank you. Remember that old chestnut? Oh, I do. Nice catch. (laughs) Good. Um, It would have been terrible. It would have been Madonna. Glad that didn't happen. But... Uh, Harley Quinn is long overdue yeah. for the silver screen. Some things are best unmade. Yeah, ever. yeah. <laughs> Not ever created. Of, of all the crap we have seen, imagine all the bullets we've dodged. Yeah. So um, That Nick Cage Superman. Whew. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen that. i got to be real. Like, the more I'm like on a, so, like on a serious so note, curious. I don't know. Because I'm a huge Tim Burton fan, so I, I would have loved to have seen what they came up it with. It makes you It wonder- may have been a disaster. I, I'm completely real about that, but I'm fascinated. What year was that when they were considering it? It was the that 90s, That was right? the late 90s, okay, yeah, so, like 98? Yeah, so it's funny, because that era is not so good. No. You know, for tonally <laughs> as far as, uh, as movies, right. you know, comic book movies, but... I feel like a lot of the movie choices that Nicolas Cage has made, I mean, he, he didn't have this sort of But if you think of that time, that was right after Con Air, so yeah. that was when it would have... That was when he was kind of good Nicolas yeah, I mean, Cage. He, he still looked like Nicolas Cage, which yeah. didn't go so well. But, <laughs> but like, he was still an action star at that yeah. point where now Nick Cage is a punch. He wasn't star. really a joke, yeah. Right. Well, at that point. But, but even, even Tim well Burton liked. hadn't really kind of embraced his Tim Burtonness, right? Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. you, you look at a lot of his... Because this would have been his follow-up to, like, Mars Attacks? Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it's, yeah. it's not the crazy stylized, curly cue, black and white striped everything uh-huh. style that we see now from a Tim Burton movie where you... 
almost in, you can look at it and go, "That's a Tim Burton movie." Yeah. Um, it would have been uh, the curiosity. It's I, 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 yes. I want to see the documentary. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Um, um, I stand behind it. I'm glad it was never made. No, because I, 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 I think with, the risk of you. it being bad is incredibly high. I'm with you. And the and the risk of success. Uh, on at least on a good note, maybe not monetary, but on a on a just a quality movie uh, respect. I like to think not, not so some much. things happen or don't happen for a reason, right? Whether had it been successful, that could have led Superman down a completely different path than than what what we can even fathom, yeah. right? right? A completely yeah. different Superman. Yeah. Uh, you know, even the misstep of Superman Returns, you know, trying to be so. Overly faithful. I know this is not a Superman podcast, but trying to be so overly faithful. Yeah, we're to, we're in it. We're to in the, the thick of it. Let's to the, talk to the Donner films. Yeah, uh, to a, to a fault. Yeah, it allowed us to get Man of Steel. Right, right. And I know that's that can be you know controversial. It's a good thing. Not on this podcast. No, we love us. it. No, not, not <laughs> for the three of us. Not, we all love Man of We're Steel. the ones with the microphone. So as far as we know, it's but a great I, I know, so get your own microphone. I know, I know Man of Steel can be divisive for a lot of fans, right? Well, there are a lot of crybabies in the world. <laughs> and we're not, I'm not with them. There's a lot of wrong people out there, I'm Brian. just saying. Though, a lot of them. It, but it, but Think we, of how much money those Transformers movies make. There are yeah. a lot of wrong people out there. <laughs> yeah. A lot of wrong yeah, And one of them at this table contributed. Listen, I apologize. <laughs> and I, I take the full brunt of seeing Transformers. But, I mean, we've mentioned this before <coughs> on this podcast. Yeah. That we kind of almost needed Batman and Robin to get the Nolan trilogy. Right. We, we needed it to go that far askew yeah. for somebody to really, you know, revamp it. Where know? everyone was saying... This has gone too far. Right, it's gone too far, yeah. and and it allowed Nolan to tell a story that he told. Right, everybody, um, chill, <laughs> chill. And I think that's a good way. Freeze. To <laughs> that was quite the tangent uh, about so, Harley Quinn. So hopefully we'll get her in the Suicide Squad because we need to see her on the big screen. Is yeah. really the point. The point. The but, point. Okay, being, it's, it's actually good that she hasn't been created yet because yeah. this is a great era for them to tackle this character. Totally. Okay, but here, here's my question. Do we want to introduce Harley Quinn in a Suicide Squad movie, Suicide Squad. or do we want to see Harley Quinn introduced in a in a more of a Batman arena first? I think in a perfect that's where world, I was going. Yeah, in a perfect world, I think you would see it introduced in a Bat film first. Yeah. Um, but the way the character is going to be tied up until up allegedly 2019, I feel like they want to get it out there first. So this is their way of kind of gaming the system and getting us a Harley Quinn before she can be introduced in a Bat film because how many Bat films will it take for them to get to her? Right. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I mean, I... Well, how do you guys... I, how do you, I, I, I really, for me personally, I, I do want to see... Suicide, I, I'm, I'm fascinated by Suicide Squad. I think it's a great concept. It's really fun. Yeah. I would really prefer to see Harley introduced within the confines of a Batman film or or even in this kind of new mashup universe something. Yeah. yeah. Even if she has a small part in, you know, if Joker makes an appearance in some future installment, whether that's... Justice League or BBS or or some other iteration of all of this, right? Um, I, I would like to see Harley's story properly told as, you know, the, right. the criminal psychiatrist, you know, working in Arkham, and we may see that in Gotham. I don't know, right? right. You know, but uh, and I mean, and we may see that in Suicide Squad. She might be that's true the protagonist that's of true. that film. 
The good thing, I think, is if they do lead and introduce her cinematically on her own, there may be less of a risk of them going... I I guess with the cameo, I worry that they're going to be like... Kind of like what we've discussed is sometimes there's such the need to say, this is this character that your lines... I felt like the cameo in Arrow was like so... Like even her voice, I thought it was a neat way of doing it, but it was almost like too much that the... Her, you know, her talking. Like too cartoony. Yeah, yeah, it was like so. It was like Harley Quinn on steroids. You know, it yeah. Was it like, wasn't a blink and you miss it cameo. It was a red flag cameo. Yeah, where it's like everybody check it out. Yeah. By the way, have you seen the deleted scene where she calls Diggle chocolate pudding? No, that's a deleted scene, kids. Awesome. Yes, oh, it's on the Arrow boy. DVD. <laughs> and this is why Arrow rules. Okay, that's fantastic. Chocolate yeah. pudding. So, so I'm gonna call him that from now on. <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed, but I'm gonna. Well, until we meet him, then I think you're safe. But once that happens, he's a he's a big guy. So he's awesome. Look though. out. Yeah, he's great. You know, he's great. as Sometimes. long as he knows it's said with love, because it is. Oh yeah. I, I love. No, Diggle. there's no snarkiness Diggle's to badass. it. It's like, dude, you're. He is you rock, one buddy. badass dollop of chocolate pudding. <laughs> dollop. End quote. Andy D. Genova. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, Tweet I guess that out. I guess we don't, we don't have to get we don't have to get too much further into it. But <laughs> somewhere, Carl just, Grimes is getting all hot and bothered. That's right, buddy. <laughs> He's he does mean it in that in that way. You know what I mean? He uh, loves him some chocolate pudding. He loves it. So the risk of the cameo version. Oh, <laughs> got it. The risk of the ca- go ahead, Jamie. No, no, usually I'm the one just derailing everything. Agreed. So I know How does it feel? Yeah, <laughs> you've tasted yes, your own medicine. Is it bitter? I'm, no, it's delicious. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I guess the the cameo is it could be a little heavy handed. Whereas you know the introduction of the character, it's like yeah. it allows them to kind of build. Start small and then crescendo instead of being like, "Here's Harley Quinn," ha, da, 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 you know, and then cut away. Right. Which well, is well, we don't know. I mean, we don't know what, but the, it's done well. I've been done well either way. So well, we don't know what the story is going to be. I mean, mm-hmm. I think with Assault on Arkham, you know, it allowed Harley to play the starring role. Yeah, because she oh, knew totally. Arkham better than anybody else. Yeah. So I mean, we, maybe that'll be something a route they explore. Well, and what this. if you know, what if they get Affleck to do a cameo in the Suicide stop Squad it, film, so that. To, to set that up. I got chills right now. I mean, don't call it Batman colon Suicide Squad. Dude, brace yourself. <laughs> All I know is Andy's <laughs> that guy that when you go to the ice cream shop and he's with you and you're like, I kind of feel like chocolate, but, you know, maybe maybe like a, a caramel swirl or something something a little different. You know, the caramel turtle fudge scoop of that. And Andy's what the guy that's like... about? Let me get to it. Andy, Andy is the guy that's like... Uh, you get both, and then you add whipped cream and nuts and a cherry on top, and you're like, "Holy crap!" He just dangles it. He's like, "Here, <laughs> you want you want some good? Take it all!" Like you're constantly going, "Well, oh what God. if this happened, guys?" And we just freak out. I'm, like I'm an optimist to to. A well, fault. I love it. I'm okay. just saying it's well, great because you're like, "That's not true." I considered it, but I was afraid <laughs> to go stuff there. It's good. <laughs> About stuff that's good. I'm an optimist about stuff that's good. I don't know. The point being, it's like you always consider and hope things like, what if Batfleck makes a cameo in this or shows up in that? And you're like, well, it would be great, but I don't know. And Andy, you're like, why not? Why, why can't it happen? I think it's going to happen. There's no, like, there's no rule that says it can't. You help us dare to dream, Andy. Just dream. Dream big. <laughs> 
So the disappointment will be even more crushing later. Yeah, there is that. That was awesome. Back to reality. Now I want ice cream. Hell yeah. And a caramel swirl. Let's do that. (laughs) When this is over, I say we all go to Baskin Robbins. My treat. I say we all... Swirlies for everyone. (laughs) I say that's uh, that's your homework, everyone. Go get ice cream after you listen to this. We've only gotten on the first bullet of this entire rundown. It was a big one. Well, it's all right. And in our defense, there's not a lot of movie news. Uh, We did get a small little quote from uh, Harry Lennox. If you're not familiar with Harry Lennox, he plays General Swanwick on... In uh, Man of Steel, and he's reprising his role in in Batman v Superman. And he said to Movie Phone, which is not the old phone service from the '90s, as I had to clarify for James. So confusing. (laughs) There's still a Movie Phone. (laughs) That's why I was like, he said to Movie Phone. What? My mom needs to figure out what times movies are playing. Okay, that's right. He's instant messaging me this morning, trying to figure out what what has happened. He called Movie Phone. Is he doing a promo for Movie Phone? Movie Phone is back. No, Jamie, you <laughs> idiot. It's a news site. Well, don't call it movie phone. That's very confusing. I don't care if you change the spelling. <laughs> I'm not saying it's your fault. I anyway, just... what he said, basically, he, of course, he's asked about Batman v Superman, like everybody is who's, part of, who's a part of the film. Um, and he just said, hey, if we're fans of the 86 graphic novel, The Dark Knight Returns, we'll be very happy. And this is a big historic event. So nothing revolutionary there other than if you're fans of The Dark Knight Returns... You're probably going to be happy. We know. We all saw that. We saw that armor. Yeah, we saw that armor. We know what's up. Allegedly. Allegedly. I saw the armor. Yeah, Andy, you fully saw it. You saw it. I camped out. Jamie and I can neither confirm nor deny (laughs) that we also saw it on YouTube immediately after it was... (laughs) 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 I watched it, but with my peripheral vision only, so technically... It was on your phone. That's not it. Hey, hey. Trying to get me... All right, so let's talk <laughs> Gotham. Finally, let's Gotham talk here. Here. I feel like we have been waiting to talk about this pilot forever. Well, it's been so long since we had actually seen it that, and we're bragging. Yes, we are. Uh, that <laughs> that we had, I had forgotten a lot of the things that I thought I'd remembered, I thought I'd recalled. The penguins in this show? Yeah, what the? They really <laughs> went for it. Well, I mean, for example, I, I didn't really remember that the show kind of ends with Harvey Bullock being kind of, you're like, oh, no, he's fully corrupt. He's a fully corrupt He's dirty. Cop. I kind of thought, oh, he's got his hand in it, you know, or he's he's kind of, he's mixing it well, with yes and no, and Well, yes and no, but even so, even so, he's, you see, you still see the, the little glimmers of light even though he is corrupt, but you still yeah. see those glimmers see, where, I, where he tries to save Gordon. I don't you know. Yeah, I, I, don't, I didn't see him as. I mean, okay. There he's is a, with the program. I'm not saying he's there, bad. There I said a, he's corrupt. There is a level he's of corrupt. corruption, right. but, but I think right. that in his heart he wants to do the right thing. Right. But he realizes in order to do the right thing, oftentimes he has to take hits. He's a victim of his own side. circumstances. He, he's learned to operate within yeah. the system. Yeah. And he picks his battles. Yeah. And there are some things that he knows you just don't mess with in Gotham City. Right. And that's how he chooses to, to operate. You mean like Carmine Falcone? Jeez. <laughs> Carmine Falcone. Falcone. Not Fal- Falcone. Cone. Yeah, that... Or Raz Al Ghul. Okay. I, 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 do, I do Raz Al Ghul. Oh. oh. I do Raz Al Ghul. What's wrong with you? Um, if it's good enough for Nolan, it's good enough for me. Classic Nolan apologist. 
how oh. does how does R A S translate to Raish? It doesn't. This Why don't you ask Eric, Denny O'Neill, the man who created sense. the character? It this is beautiful. There are three letters that, when strung together, create a word that in no way looks like Raish. In that language, it's pronounced Raish. In the, what is the language? Yeah, what language? Uh... Swahili. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what language. In the made up the made up name. <laughs> yeah. But it's not a made up name. It's not a made up word. Denny O'Neill created the character. It means the demon's head. In what language? In what? I, don't, I don't know the language. Yes. Wikipedia. Then you lose. All I know is throughout the history of the character, half people call it Raish, half say Raz. Not I say Raz. No, not the history of the character. No one said Raz. Well, until, until it was Christopher until Nolan. it was said out loud. It was said out loud in the animated series. Over and over again. Well, I like Roz. Well, Arrow is Roz. In the animated series, know, don't they say Roz, and then she says it's actually pronounced Raish? Yes. From the in past. the animated series, she corrects so they, them. They, so they actually say it both ways, though. Somebody because says it Roz, and Talia corrects them and says it's Raish. Okay, let me ask you a question, Brian. You can look up the clip. Is it Los Angeles or Los Angeles? Thank you. If you speak Spanish, it's Los Angeles. Well, well, I, I don't, don't speak demons. <laughs> so. I speak plain old English, and in plain old English, R A apostrophe S is Ross. I did not expect this at all because oh we got gosh. into this earlier, and Brian hated me fully. I, was, I, I, was really I didn't know this was a this was a touchy subject for uh, Brian. Well, I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't even really fighting guy, for one side or the other. This is the guy who's okay with the Riddler sucking brainwaves. Okay, but but Rage. I didn't say that. Rage. He will. I he never will said die that. on a sword. I said I was a Batman. Stop forever. fighting, mom and dad. Please. You know what's good for you. <laughs> I said I was. It's a, my fault they got divorced. I said I was a Batman Forever apologist. I never said I agreed with Riddler sucking brainwaves. <laughs> I I don't like yes. I don't like Falcone being pronounced Falcone, and I don't like Raish being pronounced Ross. And I recognize that all of DC Entertainment has now embraced, for whatever reason, Falcone and Ross. I, however, don't agree with either one of those. They, they, in truth, they do follow the Falcone thing. Does follow the same rules of the, as the Los Angeles? It totally Los does. Angeles. In, so, in Italian, well, it's pronounced Falcone. So, in yeah. in other news, Bane is now Bonnet, so he's going to be really, <laughs> really good. What's the last name? Bonet. <laughs> Lisa Bonet. Lisa Bonet. Bonet. Oh, that's all that we what care no on, on earth. This is why you listen to the Batman and, and Universe Catwoman podcast. And Catwoman is Catwoman. <laughs> Catwoman. Okay. We, we agree to disagree. Harsh. No, we don't. <laughs> I want to fight about it until we hit the hour. We would mark. love to talk about Gotham, but sorry, guys. You'll just have to tune in the next podcast. we got to get into this raw. We went into a great deal on Gotham on the other podcast, Holy Batcast. So please. Another plug in the middle of the show. Hey, you know I, what? I said I'm going to plug it every time. Hey, I love Holy it. Holy Batcast. You did it. Holy bad. Because we don't have time to talk we, for an hour about it here. We plugged everything else. Why not? All right. So, well, briefly, what did we think about the pilot? You really want to talk about the pilot now? Yeah. Why? When we can talk about Roz and Raish for the rest of the time. Okay. Oh All gosh, right. I suspend. So, yes. Uh, I love, again, let me reiterate that um, I think I said it previously, but... I think um, Ben McKenzie, you know, he was, I was on the fence about him, you know, how well he would do, but after watching it again and, and watching the first time, I thought he was strong, and I'm watching it again, I think he's great. I think he's super heavy-handed as Gordon, and I love seeing this, like, young, aggressive, you know, he could tone it down a little bit, like, or he could have, I should say, uh, in Gordon's character, but... Uh, you know, it feels like Batman Year One, uh, Gordon. You know, where he's just like he does not care. He's not going to say. He's not going to sit and take crap from anybody. I mean, even the two two feds that kind of threaten him 
uh, I can't remember their names, but, you know, when he's talking to the girl and he's like, you know, I've got my eye on you. And then the guy comes up and grabs him and is like, is there a problem? And he's like, and I've got my eye on you too, so you better watch out. Oh, yeah, but Chris Patel and, and Renee Montoya. Yeah, Montoya yeah, and, yeah, Montoya yeah. and Allen. And, and, and I was like, dude, I love this. The fact that it's like, he like, comes he's up like he's going to stop him. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, no, I'm watching you. I'm watching everybody. And, yeah. and that tenacity is what is going to carry this show because – this show is not about these side characters that even though they were very heavy-handed about showing who was who and what was what, it's going to be about him and my guess is about Oswald Cobblepot. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so so the fact that he is very strong in that character and very, um, you know, you, you're really rooting for him and he's very likable. And then Oswald Cobblepot going from kind of this peon, but you see where he's going, and then ends the episode um, with a really strong, violent statement. It's hmm. like... It's a great way to set it up. So, well, I, and I, and I th- I'm with you. And I and I think a lot of that that one of the complaints against Gotham, at least the pilot episode, has been, you know, what you really liked that heavy handedness. Um, I actually think I heard people kind of. Well, I thought you said you liked that. No, I, I understand why they do it. I, I like some of it, but I I mean it, it got. I, I say it's heavy-handed because I thought it was right. at times. Well, I don't. I don't have too much of a problem with well, it. And some of, some of the complaints are, you know, how over the top it got in some points with you know really driving home that he people call him the penguin. That Oswald doesn't like being called the penguin. Yeah. That Edward Digma is a guy who makes riddles and isn't fascinated with riddles. That Ivy is someone who's obsessed with plants. That Selena What's your Kyle name? Has, has Ivy. A cat. Poison I have, Ivy. I have yeah. red hair. Here's the point. Kids Here's at school call me poison. A, a pilot a pilot episode is not cre- – people keep calling that fan service. Like it's some kind of nod to the fans. That's not who it's for. Mm-hmm. Those are for the people that know nothing about these things. Those are yeah. for the for – especially for, for a pilot, it's to get picked up as a series. That is to sell to executives so they will go, oh, we get what you're doing. And we order the series. Yeah, Gotham That's is why a commercial. A pilot is that pilot is a commercial. Yeah. Right, and so you're going to get a very clear indication of who each one of these characters is. Yeah, who is Bullock? Who is Gordon? Who is his fiance? When maybe there's a relationship thing happening with Montoya. There's some kind of history there. Maybe. I mean, but that's what I'm saying. Talk about heavy-handed, you they're, know what I mean? They're <laughs> driving all of those things home very clearly for those people that know nothing, not for the people who know everything. Agreed. Well, and, it's and the you, opposite of what people are complaining about. You're right, and you have to play the devil's advocate and say, what if they did come with the pilot episode with a lot more subtlety to it? And and you have to think these executives say, are saying, we have NYPD. You know, I was going to say NYPD Blue. Wow, that's an old one. Same uh, elsewhere. Yeah, they have. Wait, wasn't that a hospital? Never mind. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't but, know. Current cop shows that I don't watch. Um, they have a lot of forensic that shows. Andy Samberg one. They, <laughs> it's a comedy. We've got Andy Samberg. Why do we need Ben McKenzie? It's a cop show. So regardless, uh, they're saying, you know, there's a million cop shows. Why would we want a cop-centric show, you know, what it's all about without any of these right. heroes, without the villains, when those are the hot ticket? We need to see more of this. So maybe they were kind of a little bit more subtle, and then they were like, okay, well, we, we really got to put these guys in here, and we got to make it known. So even the casual fan or the person that's not even a casual fan, um, or uh, to your point, especially the person who's not a casual fan, can say, oh, Edward Nigma. That's I think that's the Riddler, you know, or Ivy. Well, probably Poison Ivy, yeah. you know. Well, so, yeah. in, in you know, and we're in the entertainment business ourselves, and subtlety doesn't always work. 
Yeah. There are things you drop Not in with there. Suits. No, yeah. they don't. You have to. You be, have to spell. You it have out. to sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be very clear about what your intentions are and the story that you're trying to tell and what the relationships are, especially with this kind of pilot episode. So now, to your point, Andy, I think it's going to settle down. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think it's going to settle down. Yeah. I think it'll become more subtle. I think so. You'll too. focus on certain characters. We may see whole episodes with none of those other side <laughs> characters, and it's right. all Gordon. And that's and that's what I'm really or whatever because when we saw this a few months ago, that was what I came back to. I'm like, ah, just some of those, some of those cameos were just so clumsy, and and, and they took away from what I really liked about the show, which is Gordon and Bullock and Oswald yeah. and and the city. That stuff, the I think, city looks fantastic. I think, yeah, that's I think great. the core of the show is really really strong, which is those characters plus Fish Mooney. We make fun of her, but I like her. I think yeah, she's a fun new great. villain. Yeah. She's still gonna die, but but yeah, but in yeah. the meantime, <laughs> we're gonna enjoy it. But. In the meantime, she gonna. Right. You know, she's gonna kick some ass in Gotham. So, like, I liked all that. Mm-hmm. It was all that extra stuff that was so uh, clumsy, hit you over the head with it. You know that that bugged me. Um, but if that is only in the pilot, and then we don't see it, it's not gonna matter. Anymore. Oh, there's plenty yeah. of time for redemption. Yeah. So. yeah, and and even so, like a good thing is I was sitting there watching it, and Samantha watched it with me. And as soon as they said, "Yeah, nice work, Penguin," Sam- Samantha went. Oh, he's the penguin. Yeah. So again, it's it's not for us. It, it can be annoying for us who, as soon as they say Oswald, we all know. we're good. Right. Yeah. But this show isn't just for Batman super fans. It's for everybody. Well, I'm not. So I'm not. I'm not necessarily apologizing for it because yeah, I do think it could have been done better. Mm-hmm. But I also think that as long as that's it for the pilot, it's not going to matter. I there's totally a reason enjoy the show, yeah. and I, I, you know, you mentioned Gotham. I love. The art direction of this absolutely it, it it to me embodies exactly what I've wanted Gotham City to be for a very long time. Going back to eighty nine Batman eighty nine, where you've got people in trench coats and fedoras and things like that, but they're driving around in cars that look like it's kind of like late seventies, early eighties. Yet Gordon has a cell phone. Uh, it's kind of an interesting hybrid of all of these time periods that don't exactly pinpoint exactly when right. or where yeah. it is, and it's and it's stylish, but still real. Right, and it's a very it feels a like very a good real balance. gritty. It, it yeah. feels like a city that actually exists. But the, oh, by the way, there's also like gargoyles and stuff. Yeah, you know, totally. It's the it's the Gotham City that we, that me personally, that I really wanted. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, definitely. And I, just, I think that that's one of the strongest things is Gotham City right. has a personality. It's it, it, Actually, I said Batman 89, but even Batman Begins had that feel, too. Yeah, but, I agree. Yeah. So, yeah, so we, we all like it. Not so much. So, yeah, we liked Chicago. Gotham. <laughs> so, well done, art director. Um, there, there's one little other thing that we that has been talked about a lot. Yeah. The supposed cameo uh, of what peop- some people believe to be the Joker. I personally don't think it is. I don't either. Um, In fact, uh, we have a a good quote from uh, showrunner Bruno Heller who discussed this very thing. And he said, uh, we're going to wait and get the show up and running before we meet the real Joker. We want to get the story right and we want it to be tonally right. And then we'll start thinking about how to bring him in. We will certainly try to surprise people and maybe even trick people. It's one of those expectations that everyone will be waiting for, so you can't just present the guy with a big smile and start telling the story. Not that that would be dull, but that's one of those opportunities to really start playing with this. The core of the show is Gordon, but Bruce Wayne will certainly play a much larger part in the show than we had initially thought. Which, that's also an interesting tidbit. Yeah. It is indeed. I'm I'm not surprised. Because even when they announced it, there was no mention of Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And then... As it got further to shooting, then all of a sudden, oh, no, we've got the Waynes, we've got Bruce, and 
it was very obvious that they the, the initial concept was let's do a, a show about the Gotham PD. Yeah. And then someone raised their hand and said, you can't do a Batman show and not do anything with Batman. And so now they're kind of yeah. trying to make it all work together. Yeah. Well, Andy, I, I can't remember if I heard this on, on your podcast, but I don't know. Somebody was talking about the idea that maybe they – do, do we have to see the Wayne murder, or do we, or why can't we see more of the Waynes alive and all this other stuff? And, mm-hmm. and uh, again, those those points, it's like, while it's an interesting side note, um, I mean, they definitely played with the story. See, having Selena Kyle witness the murder, I thought was actually a great a great takeaway. I thought that was a really interesting way to set up this story because you know we you overall as far as Bruce's youth. You kind of get the scene where he's being helped out and then you kind of skip to when he's 18 and then he leaves, you know, like you don't yeah. really see this. So for them to play with that a and little bit. And you even bit, barely get that. Yeah. And Usually you, you, get, you that. get you get the the murder and you get Batman. Yeah. There's very little in between. <laughs> right. Honestly, the best representation of that I can think of that I loved was uh, that can, that cinematic trailer for um, yeah, Arkham, for Arkham, Arkham yeah. Origins. Arkham Origins. Yeah. That was so great. The one, getting the, bullied the one that made Kevin Smith cry? Yeah, totally. Well, I, that's, you have to cry. be more specific, Andy, because I don't know which <laughs> one he cried. It's, he's, uh, uh, so that that is 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 really a, a cool takeaway. But I think obviously getting more attached to the Waynes would probably not be a, gr- a good way to start off the show knowing that they're inevitably going to be killed. Uh, so having them be, obviously, it's his parents, it's an important portion of his life. So, you know, that's obviously going to shape who he is from now on but um i so the the point of saying uh all this is that i I understand and i agree with how they handled it you know they got to it pretty quickly and you know it's surrounding what happened you know and what's happening to bruce not about the waynes and specifically and and we don't know who they are as people we may very well get more of the waynes we could right i mean through flash i mean you still have the kid you can tell more of that story the relationship he had to his parents and his you know his mother and father yeah through flashback yeah yeah Um, i wouldn't be surprised to see some of that at some point this season okay so you guys all watched uh, just since we're on the topic you guys all watched the compilation of all of bruce i haven't watched it yet i've been very busy i've seen people post it Yeah. 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 yeah yeah Uh, the Gotham death, the Gotham, not death, uh, the death of the Waynes in this show is the longest out of all of them that's been done, with the exception of uh, Batman 89, which also, but that has the addition of dialogue with um, with uh, uh, the Joker, with right. um, Jack Napier. J- Jack Napier, thank you. Yeah, every so, dance with the devil. Yeah, yeah the which is yeah. which is amazing. Which is canon. But yeah, but I mean, <laughs> awesome. I'm just trying to piss off Brian. I think we're, we're done. I'm going to do nothing but I'm, I'm going to do nothing but poke Brian for the rest of this episode. But this is why it's you good rascal. because because <laughs> these guys are both visibly. You know, they're about to kill one another, but that's because they love. That's not true. Andy they, and I both love. Batman. They, they're brothers. We're not wrestling. We're hugging. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They're brothers in the <laughs> bat, and this is they love the bat, and so this is why it's such a fantastic love hate. So, anyways, eight million <laughs> viewers. Eight million. Got to love. Should we throw it? Throw, it, no throw it a plug? No, eight million. Not hate. eight million viewers. Eight. Oh eight yeah, million eight million viewers. viewers for Gotham. You just got hate on the brain, buddy. Yeah. What kind of a man has bats on the brain? So eight million viewers. Uh, so gotta love it. Strong, Can't... strong debut yeah. against the Big Bang Theory, right? Which yeah. is two episodes of the Big Bang Theory. I yeah, might, uh... yeah, not bad. 
Um, so coming up from Gotham, we all enjoyed it. We think there's much more to come, obviously. Uh, this week's episode coming up on Monday, so the day you're hearing this, is uh, entitled Selena Kyle. And uh, we talked about that a little bit last week, The what supposedly is some kind of a sexual trafficking uh, thing. And then the Balloon Man on October 6th, followed by Arkham on October 13th. Arkham! Who do you think the Balloon Man is going to be about? Well, I think that's easy. Carl Fredrickson. <laughs> Another first for the Batman Universe <laughs> podcast. You're welcome. Uh, other DC shows that are coming up. The Flash is debuting on ten uh, seven, so we're looking forward to that. That's not next week. The following it's two week, weeks, right? yeah, two weeks, and then uh, Arrow season three the following day, ten eight uh, September eighth. So. Um, Lot to look forward to that season three. I gosh, they gotta release that season two of uh, Arrow on Netflix, man. Yeah. I'm dying. Push, push to October, but October's I'm, only a week away now. So I know, but it's still to, to think that. Or yeah, October that, that next week in October, September. we are going to wa- be able to watch a Batman show on Monday. Yeah, The Flash on Tuesday and Green Arrow on Wednesday. Yep. That is awesome. We have arrived, gentlemen. I know. We have arrived. And then... Just, I can't stop. And then life. starting <laughs> on October 22nd, Constantine. Oh, my gosh. Or Constantine. Mm. Mm. Sorry. Another, Turmoil. Another... Devi- I really don't care. I, I feel care. like this is going to be happening for a long time. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just going to... I'm not going to fight on every I really don't care. I'm going to bring up Ross Al Ghul in every <laughs> conversation with Brian ever. In you fact, mean, you mean that is my new nickname for Brian. <laughs> every morning at work, I'm going to go, What's up, Ross? How's it going? And you're going to say, sup, Raish, right? Mr. Carmine Falcone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yes, but yes. Anyway, the the point is... old lady saying, is it Raz Al Ghul? (laughs) (laughs) The worst. And then she just fades into the distance. I like to think she burned alive. Oh, she did. Ouch. (laughs) Well, she was senile. I mean, they start talking very intensely, and she sort of just... Wanders away. Yeah, and not she even realized she wasn't. She, she wasn't welcome in that. Conversation. I, I would like to know what was the conversation she was having. Yeah, that she felt it was you so must important. Meet this young man. Yeah, so he was unique. telling me about burning your home down. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, gonna love this. He There's like, someone you must meet. He, He's he, fantastic. He said you left him for dead. <laughs> no, I think he made me a fine balloon giraffe. Here's here's the college humor skit. He tells her that he's the host of Antiques Roadshow, and she is just beside herself and knows that Bruce must meet her. Him. Yes. So and then and then she forgets where she is. Yep. And then walks away. Makes perfect sense. <laughs> Old people love Antiques Roadshow. Okay, I don't know if you know this. Yeah, they do. Speak, well, speaking of thanks dying. a lot, guys. Speaking of death. There is another TV uh, show. Speaking of the of, of falling another, pearls, yeah, <laughs> the pearls have fallen on Batman, and they can't get the up. Batman. Yeah. <laughs> another good call. There's an old chestnut. Why? Why does your old Joe get a laugh Gentlemen. and mine just gets absolutely? It, you know what? The difference: showmanship. Oh. See, you guys make fun, but you could quote Batman Forever all. I only do it because I'm in the same room as you guys. <laughs> it was a good one, though. So they are it's just a very quotable movie. They are plowing through. <laughs> they are plowing through the remaining Beware the Batman's in a marathon from two thirty a.m. to six thirty a.m. Uh, this Sunday or is it Saturday? I think it's Saturday. Uh, Cartoon Network has completely given up on this show, uh, and they could not be I more happy to get rid. A of A marathon it. Just, in the middle of the night, right? Of 
not old episodes. Seven new. brand new episodes that have yeah. never been aired are all going to be on one right after the other. Yeah, exactly. So it's like they just, you know, to call this a marathon is almost an insult because it's just, you know, it's the, a marathon to me almost implies some sort like of it's celebration a good thing. Exactly. of the show. Right. Right. Which it this isn't is this not. isn't the Every Simpsons Ever marathon. This is the uh, let's all stand over the corpse marathon. Yes. Of Beware yes. the Batman. Yeah, it's the eulogy of Beware the Batman. The bright side so. is the whole second half of season one is also going to be released on Blu-ray very soon, and I think that's why they're burning these off all at once, so they can just release the Blu-ray, call it a day, and that will be the end. I hope the re- the, the the Blu-ray, or maybe if they get it on Netflix or something, there's a resurgence, and you know we have a you know a more of an appreciation for the show because I think it maybe. was good. It just I don't know. It was decent. It but had its moments. It's you know what it was it was good enough, but I'm not really mourning it. I'm yeah. I'm I'm ready for whatever comes next. Yeah. Speaking of coming next. <laughs> Video game news. <laughs> Segway. It wasn't the smooth story. as silk. And you thought my old people joke was bad. What was that? All right. That wasn't a joke. I love, I love that. that was old just... people like antique torture. Okay. You don't get it. That's why you're not laughing. Uh, more Lego Batman three news just out today. We've already said how many great DLC packs are coming with this uh, from 66. Surely they can't add any more. Oh, but they can. Andy. Oh, my goodness. You can't be serious. <laughs> no way. That's that's insane. Say it ain't so. Is it true, Brian Crosby? I feel like I'm on an infomercial. I need to wear a sweater. I know. No. <laughs> that's impossible. <laughs> but wait, there's more. It's true, Andy and Jamie. <laughs> Batman Beyond DLC pack is coming to Lego Batman Three Beyond Gotham. Oh my! Oh my God! <laughs> and I would—I mean, I would pay sixty dollars for that alone. Yeah, I'd pay at least seventy. Would you? Because you're going to get it for fifty nine ninety nine. Oh! And if you order in the next ten minutes, you'll get this free cheese grater in the shape of a bat. <laughs> you'll get the Beware the Batman <laughs> DLC pack. <laughs> It doesn't work well at all, but it looks fantastic. You can only play it between 2 and 6 a.m. <laughs> Beware the bat cheese. <laughs> Ew. So, yeah, they love... They're just crying. I don't... They're going for broke on this. I don't know what they'll have left after, that's, after that's this. That's exactly it. Like, Seriously. They... They are putting in everything they can. I have no idea what they could do for number four. It's Batfleck. like it's like they know every. Uh, is it? It's Batman like be Superman. Oh, Batman. Yeah. You're right. That could be. You're right. I'm done. Hammer this all through, and and then we got our new and stage. And then they'll do the Marvel Cinematic version of all the character. Or the, excuse me, the Ooh. Freudian slip there. Ooh, uh, <laughs> all the DC Cinematic characters in the Batman th- Batman Four. Sweet. Yes. 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 Indeed. So. Good on you, Lego Batman 3. You guys are... We can't wait to see this We thing. see what you're it's doing. robust. And we're in. Uh, in merchandise <laughs> news, uh, pop vinyls. We love these Funko pop vinyls, and they just came out with another Batman, the unmasked Batman. I can't so get enough. You can't get enough. They're going to keep making them. So, you know, for people like Brian Crosby, it's like... I love them so hooked. much. Totally hooked. I love them. Yeah, they're fantastic. <laughs> so you got a, a round of applause for those guys. They do a brand new sculpt for every figure. They're not phoning it in. It's, there's a reason they're killing it. So, And they have, like you said, they have some kind of amazing system of lawyers that they are striking a deal with every property in the world. I mean, they're yeah, making these figures yeah, everything. for everything. And it's that's really insane. awesome. So. so in other, because this is the Batman Universe podcast and we cover everything Batman, we've got three kind of... Uh, wacky little tidbits for you guys. Um, number one, uh, Metro Calgary. 
uh, if you're familiar with this, Metro Calgary Oil and Gas Company just broke the Guinness World Record for people dressed as Batman in one location. The old record was 250 people, and they broke it with they smashed an astounding that 542 bat people. They threw a battering in the armpit of that Guinness Book of World Records record. <laughs> they if did. I may. They, no, you may. Yeah, they really did. And <laughs> I mean, we all know the Metro Calgary guys. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, they're world-renowned. Thanks for listening to the show. <laughs> so, all 542 of you, uh, tell us how you love the show. And, Congratulations. Um, yeah, congrats. If we don't get 542 emails this week, I'll be very disappointed. Yeah. I feel like we could beat that. I think we could do 550. That's easy. So By cloning ourselves? No. That like, many times? You know well, what? Considering we've gotten three so far. Yeah. Like opening night, opening night of Batman v Superman, <laughs> we call all the listeners to show up to like ArcLight Hollywood, we've yet Batman v Superman. We say these and things, everyone's dressed, but we've yet to see any green socks. We've yet to receive more than three emails. Let's go. Well, I mean, to be fair, lead by example is probably not our best. I believe there are 550 people. We're listening. not. Where is that classic Andy DiGenova optimism now? <laughs> So, awesome job, guys. Uh, you know, fellow Bat fans out there, you are, and uh, we love it. So, um, and other news, there is a really cool Batman Evolution video out by the Piano Guys, uh, who they do various... These guys are hilarious. Uh, yeah, they do various uh, songs for, and themes, and they did a really amazing, really high-budget video uh, outlining all of the different medleys from 66... Uh, 89 and the Dark Knight Rises trilogy with the each of the Batmobiles in present and yeah. with their own garb and they're they're very animated and very talented. Pretty decent sets too. It's really, really cool. Really yeah. cool. They it's had a 66 really cool. Batcave set. It was pretty pretty solid. So cool. Yeah, it's wicked. So definitely check that out online as well on YouTube. Yeah. And then finally, Entertainment Weekly just did a poll of who is the greatest superhero of all time and uh, we all knew the answer. We all know the answer Come but on. just it's always nice to hear it again. Uh, the win of course, <laughs> is Beast Boy. No, no, it is Batman. He That's Batman right. beats Superman in the finals. Sorry, Thomas J. Wagner. Um, Batman is number one. He's the biggest Superman fan. He's always trying to say that Superman's better. We all know. Well, it's, I lo- I lo- it's, it's, it's kind of cute. It's really. nice to be able to point that, to that's this. That's adorable. It's yeah. adorable. That is, it is. That it's is very sweet. sweet. It's like people who still use blackberries. It's cute. Yeah, you know? it's nice. Um, but not quite there. Uh, but anyway, uh, throughout the tournament, Batman didn't just defeat Superman. He also defeated Rorschach, the Punisher, Wolverine, Iron Man, and then finally Superman. So and in that order. In maybe that order, not. maybe not. Well, it was a bracket style tournament. You know, Entertainment Weekly put it on. They had you know, kind of a March Madness like thing. Uh, you know, and Star- you lost me. Star Wars. I know. I know that's a sports <laughs> reference. Sorry, Andy. Uh, but it's it was kind of Star Wars did a very similar thing around you know uh, in March uh, with who was their favorite Star Wars character. Now Entertainment Weekly did the superhero thing, yes. and and Batman came out on top. So that was cool. As well it should. Yes. Uh, so a victory for us Bat fans. Congratulations, Batman. Uh, and on the year of your 75th birthday. He's going to Disneyland. He's, he's yeah. in this room. Bruce Wayne is in this room, so congratulations, he's, Bruce. Yeah, we're hovering around him, or he's hovering around us. I don't remember. But anyways, that's the news for this week. So thank you guys so much for checking out the Batman Universe podcast. Don't forget to check out all of the other Batman Universe podcasts on the BatmanUniverse.net. There's some really great ones out there. There's actually a new one. And there's a brand new one uh, yeah. that's all-encompassing of the Gotham TV show. So you get your, get, get your fix of what we haven't covered. And they probably won't have Ross and Rachel Ghoul arguments, but you know, 
probably good stuff if, anyway. I'm gonna call in and start one. Yeah, yeah. Let's we'll just plant that little that little nugget, and, then, uh, and so, then I'll call in right after. Oh boy, and set the record straight. It's gonna be good. It is on. Uh, don't forget to leave your guys' comments on Facebook and on the Batman Universe net. We'd love to hear them. We'd love to respond to your questions and comments as well. And on behalf of Andy, Brian, and myself, this has been the Batman Universe. The Batman Universe is not affiliated with Warner Brothers or DC Entertainment. The thoughts and opinions expressed by the participants are theirs and theirs alone and do not represent the companies or organizations that they happen to work for. But thanks for joining us for this episode, and we will see you around Gotham.